0: everybody believe the best is yet to come amen yeah. hallelujah well i'm chuck pruitt i'm uh I am really excited about being able to share with you at oaks church this morning I want to welcome everybody uh it's kind of strange i god gave me this message a long time ago and i never thought i would be preaching it the last sunday that was in here but i believe it's what god has for us this morning. And I'm excited. And uh, are you excited today? Are you excited about moving? We've been, we've been over at the building. Melvin, I was over there at 6 o'clock yesterday evening. I think Philip was over there after us. And, and it's happening. And uh, we're, we're, it's, it's just going to happen. It's a dream come true. Amen. <laughs> the title of our message today is, What Time Is It? And it comes from Ecclesiastes 3.1. Uh, it says, you want to put it up? They told me I said the board is supposed to be the screen. Anyway, to everything there is a season, a time for every purpose under heaven. Father, we give you praise this morning. Lord, I thank you for being able to come this morning and, and share. And Father, I know that you've, 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 you've stowed something in me, Lord, and I want to get it out today. These are your people. They're here to receive from you. Not to receive from me. They're here to receive from you, Father. And I just pray that the word would would get down in them, get down in their mind and their heart and grow. And and, and they would understand what you're trying to tell us. And we give you praise in Jesus' name. Amen. You know, how important is time in our life? You know... Every day we just about run out of it, don't we? we uh, how, many, how many has more things to do when the end of the day gets here and you're not done? Yes. Uh, and everything we do revolves around time. Everything you're going to do revolves around time. You're, you, ha- you have appointments all day long. Uh, you have to do things at set times. Uh, we go to our businesses or jobs at are set time. We meet with our crews or employees. And, and it's, everything is at a set time. You're going to stop and eat lunch, generally, at a set time. How many eat lunch at the same time every day? And uh, so we have things we do. People come see you all day long. Uh, and it's generally at a set time. You have a time. People just, you know, sometimes people just drive by. Do you like people just to drive by your house, sometimes unannounced? <laughs> you have to get everything together. But, but most of the time, we have everything on a set time. We know when something's going to happen. Uh, we know what time we're going to quit doing at the end of the day we know what time sometimes but not always somebody's shaking their head and not always but uh but most of the time we got we're going to quit doing at a certain time we're going to go home we're going to eat supper and uh you know i I think about when we were kids when we were kids we couldn't wait for certain times you know i can remember when i was a kid I, i always couldn't wait for christmas and birthdays and summer and uh you know, as we get older, we want to forget about the birthdays. But uh, holidays and uh, school getting out, I can remember wanting to go without shoes. Couldn't wait till it got warm so we could go without shoes. But, uh, you know, and teenagers, as a teenager, uh, one of the big things in a teenager's life is when they're going to get those driver's licenses. Boy, when they get those driver's licenses, they think they're grown. They're, they're, they've arrived when they get driver's license. And, but there's things that we just, if anybody grew up on a farm, anybody worked on a farm, I see a few hands out there, but on a farm. You know, if, you, if you're if on a farm, a farmer, he has to do things in a certain order. Certain times of year, he does certain things. And he has to do it in that procedure. He can't, it wouldn't do any good to go plant in the fall. He's got to plant when it's time to plant, and he has to toil the ground. He has to plant, and then he seasons, and he, I mean, and it grows, and then he harvests at a certain time of year. And we, if you're a dairy farmer, a that dairy farmer, He's going to have to milk cows two times a day, 12 hours apart, year-round. Now, the cows have calves, so they have some breaks in there. But he's going to do that year-round. And uh, time is important to us because we have a limited amount on this earth. And it passes whether we want it to or not. It's going to pass whether you want to or As you get older, you figure that out. If you're younger, you say, oh, I got plenty of time. When you start getting older, it just gets faster and faster and faster. And uh, sometimes, sometimes we try to put things on hold. You ever try that? You want to just put time on hold? How'd that work for you? In James 4.14, we put that up on the screen. And uh, James 4.14, time will pass right on by us. And uh, James 4.14 says, whereas you do not know what will happen tomorrow for what is your life, it is even a vapor that appears for a little time and then vanishes away. And my first point is time will pass. Whether you want it to or not, time will pass. You can't put it on hold. I want to grind it. Time is going to go, things are going to happen and time is going to go by. Our life, our life will pass, but what we do with it, that's what's gonna make the difference. All of us are given the same amount of time every day, all of us, but we don't know when, that, when it's gonna end. None of us know what time we're gonna be called up, nobody knows that, but all of us are given 24 hours a day while we're here, we're given the same amount of time. Just as the seasons pass, our life goes on, your life goes on just like seasons, and, uh, and we operate in those seasons. We have things to do in the spring, we have things to do in the summer. We have things we do in the fall. We have things we do in the winter. We can't live in just the spring and the fall. That's my favorite times of year. It's not too cold. It's not too hot. But we can't live in that. We've got to. We've got to endure the winter. And we got to endure the heat. And uh, I believe God created seasons in our life. You know, He created the season when He created the heavens and the earth. But I believe He created seasons in mine and your life. That our life is going to have seasons. We're facing in our new season, and uh, He puts us in the place He wants us to seek after Him and, and His will in our life. Uh, we allow changes the He we allow Him to change the seasons in our life. He's going to change the seasons in your life if you're following His will. It's not always going to be the same. We have to remember God's time in our life. Our life is as a born-again believer belongs to Him. When you, when you accept Jesus Christ as your Savior, your life belongs to Him. So He's going to direct your life. He's going to put it where He wants it to go. 2 Peter 3, 8 says, Beloved, do not forget this one thing, that the Lord one day is a, th- is a thousand years, and a thousand years is one day. The Lord is not slack concerning this promise, as some count slackness, but is long-suffering toward us. Not willing that any should perish, that all should come to repentance. But the day of the Lord will come as what? Thief in the night. I think about men in the Bible, all of them, and men and women, how God provided, how things happened in their life, and, that, and stuff was right on time. Do you believe God's right on time? Say amen. amen. You know, sometimes we look and we think, God, where are you? But he's always right on time. And I thought about many men that I could tell a story about, but I want to talk about Joseph. Joseph is one of my favorite. This is one of my favorite stories. I've read it over the years. And I, if you've never read the whole story of Joseph, take time to read it. And read it and read it and read it because there's a lot of information in it. Uh, his story begins in Genesis 37. The first season of his life was going to change. It was going to be over and his life was going to be different. That's my second point is seasons in your life will change. Seasons in your life are going to change. You know, it's not its not going to be the same. Your life's not going to be the same all the time. Season in your life. Joseph was 17 years old. He was his father's favorite. Anybody ever had a brother or sister that was the favorite in the family? You don't have to raise your hand. <laughs> but uh, maybe you was that favorite. Maybe you was that person, but... He, he was a favorite. He was his favorite, his dad's favorite, and uh, he was a child of his old age, and he was, he was his favorite. Now, he had a lot of brothers and brothers, so how do you think that set in with the brothers, and how does it set in with some of us? It caused his brothers to hate him, and, uh, and then God gave him a dream. He shared the dream with his brothers, and they hated him worse. Uh, and then, because his brothers, in his dream, his brothers were going to bow down to him. And then he had another dream, and his mother and father and his brothers were going to bow down to him. So, think about what Joseph endured at home. Think about what he, where he was at at home, because his brothers hated him. So, think about his home life. What was his home life? He was his father's favorite, and, uh, and just wrap your head around that a little bit there's another thing that it doesn't say in here but if you read the story you see that he was with his father most of the time and, the, and his brothers was out tending to the flocks and then his father sent him out to take care of the to check on them and see what was going on and they conspired to kill him they said here comes that dreamer they conspired to kill him look this dreamer's coming therefore let us now cast him in some pit and we'll say that some wild beast devoured him but you know what there was one brother that said, we're going to spare his life. So his life was spared, and he, and he was not killed. But they still threw him in the pit. Then they took his coat of many colors away, the tonic that had been made. They put blood on it. They took it back to his father. They sold him as a slave. Now, here's Joseph. He was his father's favorite. He had been at home. From, from, from reading, you, you think he, was, he stayed close to his father. And now he's been Sold as a slave. He's been ripped, thrown in a pit by his brothers and he's left, he's left to safety to where he was at. So his life just changed, didn't it? He went to a new season in his life. They sold him to slavery and uh, he was taken to Egypt. He was sold to Potiphar, an officer of the Pharaoh. Now, you don't see this. Joseph didn't see this at the time. He didn't realize that God was moving him. God does things to us and we don't realize that God was moving him. It says in here, if you read, when they threw him in the pit and conspired to kill him, all of a sudden, this train comes by, this camel train, and they're going to Egypt. So he catches a ride to Egypt. That's where God wanted him. God wanted him to Egypt, so now he catches a ride to Egypt. Did I get that messed up? Y'all laughing at me over there. Uh, so, so then he's brought to the house of Potiphar. But the Bible says something else. It says, now my, my third point. Wherever he sends us, God is with us. Say, God is with us. God is with us. The Lord, it says in verse, in verse 2, it says, The Lord was with Joseph. He was a successful man. He was in the house of his master, Egyptian. His master saw that the Lord was with him and that the Lord made all he did prosper in his hands. So Joseph found favor in the sight and, and served him. Then he made him oversee him. He made him overseer of all his household. God's with him. Now, here's, his, here's Joseph. He's hated by his brothers. He's thrown in a pit. He's took out a pit. and he sold his slave. Now he's in Egypt. And he's a servant. But he's prospering. I don't know. Well, I don't know what kind of house they have. But I'm sure it was. I'm sure Joseph had some pretty nice surroundings. Yet this, this uh, man's wife stayed after him. Tried to entice him. And... Uh, and this is what Joseph said. He said, look, my master does not know what is with me in the house. He has committed all that he has to my hand. There is no one greater in the house than I, nor has he kept back anything from me but you because you're up. How can I do this great weakness and sin against God? But she keeps staying after him. Yeah, everybody knows the story. I want to go over the story because I want to cover something when we get through. He goes He goes through and... and, and And sets him up and lies. And then Joseph's thrown into prison. He falsely accused him. He's thrown into prison. Joseph enters another season in his life. Now he's come from home. He's been thrown in the pit now. Now he's been... He was sold. He's a servant. Now he's in prison. And... uh, But what happened to him in prison? What does it say about him in prison? But the Lord was with Joseph and showed him mercy and gave him fi- favor in the sight of the keeper of the prison. And the keeper of the prison committed Joseph's hand to all the prisoners who were in the prison. Wherever they did there, it was his doing. The keeper of the prison did not look into anything. It was under Joseph's authority because the Lord was with him. So he's following. What, what I don't... I'm going to go on. While he was in prison, the chief butler told him a dream, and he interpreted the dream. Now... Let's think about what's happened now. He's thrown in. Now he gets a ride to Egypt. Now he's, he's a servant of the Pharaoh. And now he's in prison. But the Pharaoh's butler is in prison all of a sudden. Do you think God had anything to do with all that timing? Do you think he had prepared, prepared that way? And uh, so he's there and he, he interprets a dream for the uh, butler. And it comes to pass. And the butler, he asks the butler to... Help him when he got to Pharaoh's house. Of course, he didn't. Until something came up. Two years later, it was profit the Butler, and it came after two years, two full years. The Bible says two full years, and uh, and he told the uh, the Pharaoh had a dream, and then Pharaoh's dream was about the years of famine. Everybody knows about the famine. You know, he had seven, saw seven poor cows or seven fat cows, seven weak cows, seven heads of grain that were good and seven or bad. And it just troubled the Pharaoh. But the chief butler says, I remember I remember our faults this day and there was someone in prison in the name of Joseph. And they brought Joseph. So the Pharaoh sent and called Joseph. They brought him quickly out of the dungeon and he shaved, changed his clothes and came to Pharaoh. And uh, Pharaoh explained a dream to Joseph. Joseph interpreted it, told Pharaoh what it was and he said the dream, he told Pharaoh, says said, and the dream was repeated to Pharaoh twice, because the thing is established by God, and God will shortly bring it to pass. Now therefore, let Pharaoh select discerning and wise men to send him over the land of Egypt. Let Pharaoh do this and let him appoint officers over the land to collect one-fifth of the produce of the land of Egypt. And then Pharaoh says, This is good in it was good in Pharaoh's eyes, and Pharaoh said to his servant, Can we find such a man as this? A man whom is the Spirit of God? Then Pharaoh said, to Joseph. Inasmuch as God shown you all this, there is no one as discerning and wise as you. You shall be over my house. Joseph entered another season in his life. He's came from being in his father's house, thrown in a pit, a slave, in prison. Now he's in, in the house of Pharaoh. Where did God want him to be? Where was God's plan for Joseph? Joseph's plan was for him to be in the house of Pharaoh. That's where his plan was all along. But it took him several years to get there. He was 17 years old when he went, when uh, his brother sold him. And when he got to Pharaoh, that was 13 years later, he was 30 years old when he stood in front of Pharaoh. Now, you and I, when things are not going just like we wanted to, how many days can we wait? How many weeks can we wait? How many years can we wait? I'm a very impatient person. I, I would have a hard time waiting 13 years. I can tell you, when well, one of our men's groups, somebody said they, they were struggling with patience, I thought, don't pray for it, please, don't pray for it. And, uh, but so God will, God will give you some patience. but he was 30 years old when he stood before Pharaoh, king of Egypt. and he put him in charge. Joseph was in charge of all. The only one greater than Joseph was Pharaoh. Pharaoh put all of, all of authority in Joseph. And, and, and Joseph gathered the grain. It says he gathered grain as much as the sand of the sea until he stopped counting for it was without number. You think Joseph was successful? Well, this is where I wanted to get to this morning. Why this story? Why did I share this story? Because this story could be any one of us in here. It could be anybody's life in here. Uh, Joseph endured uh, heartache. How many's endured heartache? If I ask you to raise your hand, you endured heartache in your life, all of us have. He was sold by his family. He was moved out of the house where he was loved. He was thrown into a pit and then he was sold and worked as a servant and then he became in prison and then now he's, he's where God wanted him to be but that took time, that was enduring. He was put in prison when he was innocent. Joseph's life changed. But God always had a plan. God always had a plan for him. His life made a full circle. His life made a full circle all the way around. Uh, but Joseph said something. After after, after he uh, was in charge and after the famine, after the uh, time of plenty was almost over, Joseph said something, and this is what stood out to me verse uh, Genesis 41:51 if I want to put it on the screen it said Joseph called the name of his firstborn Manasseh for God has made me forget all my toil and all my father's house our fourth point is God can make you forget God wants to make you forget how many of us hold on to things we should forget? Yeah, had a lot of hands going up. You know, and in the name of his second son, he called Ephraim, for God has caused me to be fruitful in the land of my affliction. You know, God made Joseph fruitful. God blessed Joseph. God was with Joseph. God had a plan for Joseph. Do you think during that time, Joseph realized that? No. He didn't know what the plan was. All he knew is he had to keep trusting God. You and I have to keep trusting God. You know, the title of the message was, What time is it? What time is it in your life? What time is it in your life today? Is God trying to get you to move to a different season? Is He trying to get you to forget something in the past? Is He saying, I want you to move ahead? I want you to go. I'm trying to. You're trying to live... You're trying to live in the fall and it's winter. You know, you're. I got something else for you. I got somebody. If I stayed in the winter all the time and didn't go on into the spring, what would my life be like? God wants us to move forward. God always wants us to keep moving. The seasons are gone whether you like it or not. It's not going to stay fall. It's going. It's going to get cold. I don't like cold weather. I don't like hot weather. I like it when it's. But that's not going to happen. Not going to happen. I'm not going to grow. If God left me in one season all the time, I would never grow, and I would never have a harvest. If my season stayed the same all the time, I would never grow, I would never be any more than what I am. But He wants us to grow. He wants us to develop. He wants to move. He took Joseph, and He moved Joseph around. He changed the seasons in Joseph's life to promote him. And if you read the rest of the story, you know that, why was it so important for him to forget? So that he didn't have the same hate his brothers had. His brothers had hate. And if you read all that story, you'll find that the brothers never forgot it. They held on to it. Chad, you can come up if you want to, wherever you at. They held on to it, even when, when, they, when Joseph brought them to Egypt. And it says he forgot his father's house. He, well, he, I, but, he, but he loved his brothers. But Joseph never returned to his father's house. His father and brothers came to him. He never returned to his father's house. He forgot his father's house. He forgot He forgot that heartache and that pain. They always remembered it. If you read the story, he finally reunited with them. It's 39 years. He's 39, not 39 years. He's 39 years old when he was reunited with his brothers. He was 17 years old when they sold him. How many years is that? 22 years? 22 years God's moved him several times in that 22 years he remained faithful God had a plan God's got a plan for our lives each one of you in here God has a plan God had a plans of, plan in my life let me back up here and uh what what do I need to do to move on what do I need to let go of what do I need to forget I think about things that that maybe you've been through maybe uh Maybe you've been through a uh, 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 a brute, an abusive relationship. Maybe you grew up in a abusive household. I, I want I to cut right to it. There's things that's happened in your life that you need to forget. God has forgot them. And He wants you to forget them. He wants you to forget them. You know why He wants you to forget them? Because Joseph... When Joseph's brothers came back, Joseph was able to see his brothers like Jesus would see us. He forgot about all that pain. He forgot all about. It. He knew he loved his brothers, and he embraced his brothers. And, 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 and that, that saved their whole family because Joseph followed what God had for him to do. Joseph wanted him in a certain place, at a certain time. God wants you and I at a certain place at a certain time. He wants you to follow Him. He wants you to move in His will. He's got a season for your life. We're at Oak Church. We're finna go to a new season. We're finna go. Yeah, give. we're finna go to a new season. And maybe there's some things that we need to forget. And there's some things, you know, if you read in that same, in in Ecclesiastics, I talked to the prayer group this morning. And I said, there's a time to, to keep and a time to throw away and some things that we have to throw away minutes, We got to just throw them away. Got to quit holding them. Can't hang, can't hang on to them. I want to grind this in because it's what God spoke to me about. We got to forget. We got to forget the friend that did something to you that he shouldn't have done because he's got to live with that, not me. You got a parent that's been abusive. You got to love that parent. You got to forget it. You got a brother or sister that's been abusive. You got a husband or wife together, and you've had a bad relationship. You've had had things happen. And and maybe you've moved on, but that memory keeps hanging on. I want to tell you this morning to let it go. And you can't do it on. Amen. You can't. Joseph said, God made me forget. What I'm telling you this morning, God wants to make you forget it. I don't know what it could be. I know in my life I've had to get rid of some things that the devil just keeps trying to bring up. Y'all stand. I want to ask you this morning if you got something that you know I don't want to call anybody out because I don't want you know I, I, nobody has to know what your situation is. But if you've got something that you need to let go of this morning would be a good time to let it go. Ask God to say God, I want to forget this. I want to move on. I want to move to the next season you got for me in my life. And I'm sitting here staying in the winter when you need me to move to the spring. I'm staying in the summer when you need me to move to the fall. I don't know, what, I don't know what's going on in your life. I don't know what could be happening. God knows. You know. You know what you're hanging on to. Y'all bow your heads. I want to ask anybody here, if there's somebody here that they want to raise their hand and say, I've got a situation I'm dealing with and I need help with it. I need to forget it. I need to move on. I want to move on. I see all those hands. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Father, we give you praise this morning. Lord, thank you. I could ask you if you want, if anybody wants to come up front, anybody wants to come up without a prayer team come, and our prayer team will come pray with you. If you don't want to come up, if you just want to stay at your seat, that's fine too. Get some of our prayer team up. And uh, today is a day that I believe Oaks Church is moving into a new season. Each one of us in our lives, I, I know I've moved into a new season in my life. God has shown me that I need to move to a new season. That I've been staying I've been staying back and not letting him do things that me he needs to do and get me to where I need to be. And from this day forward, I want to move in that season. I, oh God, I want to move to where you want me to be. Anybody else? Father, right now, Lord, Father, I give you praise this morning. I thank you. Lord, I thank you that we are able to move where you want us to move. Go where you want us to go. Move to that season. Did you want us to go to Father and, and I know that there's heartache there's always heartache Father I know there's people here that's been through abusive relationships, they've been through alcoholism they've been through things in their lives Lord and, and you're telling us this morning hey you need to let me take that from you you need to let me make you forget it just as Joseph said he, he said God made me forget we want to forget this morning Father we want to forget the things that have, that have happened to us Lord we want to see people just like you see them I don't want that heartache. I want that out of my mind. I want to remember the good things. I want to hang on to what I need to I want to hang on to the cross. I want to see the cross. I want to see you on the cross. I don't want to see all the stuff that happened, but I want to see you and you crucified, Father. That's what that's what our life is about. And Father, I just lift them up to you this morning, Lord. Anybody out here that's having a, that they're struggling, Lord, I just pray that you give them the, the, the strength and the boldness to get out of that season and move on to where you want to move on to. That you can make a move to where we need to be. Just as just as next week we're gonna start moving, we're gonna move from here, we're gonna to move to our new location, and we're gonna move ahead. We're going to, the best is still yet to come. Father, and I give you praise for that, Lord, and I thank you. That you're gonna that you're gonna be mighty in us, and we're gonna move. And I give you praise, and I thank you in Jesus' name. Amen.